love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional Hump Day broadcast. What's up? Let's check in with everybody. There's my buddy Drew. You know, my dog, the Ace Man, had a dental appointment yesterday, and they they knocked him out completely for that. Oh, wow. Fishing dog's mouth. And I just thought, as they picked him up and he was all groggy, I thought, why don't they do this for people? Everyone would want to go to the dentist if you could go completely out for it. Because right? people want the nitrous, man. Yeah, but wouldn't they want to be like awake. They want to be awake for the cosmic experience. I'd rather just, <laughs> hey, knock me out, have someone come collect me later, and take me home and Pour me onto just the wake couch. up with wake yeah. up with a sore mouth. Yeah, I mean that would be easier, but I guess there's risk doing that. Oh yeah, you know, anytime you get put to sleep for any kind of surgery, there's yeah. Risk. Well, with the teeth thing, he wasn't really under; he was just kind of out. He no, was they in, put him under. For no, teeth. They put, no, they, they put, put you under. They put under. They, no, I mean, I know, but they yeah. put, they don't put the rest of the thing down his throat to get his teeth cleaned. That's what we're saying. They just can't give them a light sedation. Oh well, yeah, he looks pretty loopy to me. When they get their their teeth, I'll take what he's having. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want that tube down your throat no, when you're getting your no, teeth no. cleaned. That's what it uh, means to be fully what uh, uh, intubated. Intubated. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Claire, how are you? Have you had a th- uh, a tube shoved down your throat lately? Uh, not, not lately. No. <laughs> not high on my priority list. But I do suddenly have to look up when I have to go to the dentist next, and it looks like it's coming up in about a month. Thanks, oh, yeah. Drew. That's for All the general. Right. Hey, uh, what's going on, Ryder the Youngin? I'm just laughing at you guys. This has been great. <laughs> this is my favorite it's part been of the one day now. It's already great. It's been my favorite part of the day now. <laughs> and clearly, he's in it for the cosmic experience, man. <laughs> Our host, I'm in life for the cosmic experience. Oh. You guys should join me and sounds take a, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm down. Well, I thought this was bizarre. Did you guys hear about the San Francisco 49ers? They have become uh, uh, the first NFL team to have an emotional support dog. <laughs> What? For the players or the fans? For the players. The fans don't need it right now. For the players. Huh. A little one-year-old French bulldog named Zoe. You know, I, 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 in a way, I get it. There's a lot of stress on the field. But when you're on the football field, those players have to look at it like they are on the battlefield. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the best thing to try to calm yourself down with a therapy dog when you are in war mode. Well, maybe not between plays, but yeah. coming off the field, you know, you got to shift back into civilian mode from from war mode. No, you Probably get you got to be in that doggy. mode all all the time throughout the, the drive game. home until it ends. No, Here I'm is- talking about during the game. No right. one who loves animals and dogs more than me, but Fitz, I believe this is the wussification of America when football players need a therapy dog <laughs> after Thank the you, game. Claire. Thank you, Claire. Yes. Next, we're going to see emotional support peacocks on the on the sidelines. Right. <laughs> you know. Oh, good. Lord. Yeah. All right. It's going to be. You know what? It's going to be an unbelievable show today. I can, I can feel it on my bones. <laughs> Stick around, you guys. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you so much, folks. I'm here. Don't worry about it. I'm here standing by, consuming 
your What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to take you out of Johnson City, Tennessee. Remember that song? City, City, Tennessee. It's Darius, right? Yeah, it is. Tupac is alive. Officers with the Johnson City Police Department arrested 40-year-old white male Tupac (laughs) A. Shakur. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, you had me going. What do you mean I had you going? That That is... That is... That's who it is. I thought he, this was the real yeah, Tupac. Yeah, that's 40? Tupac is 40 years old so, right now. Claire. And our Tupac's only been dead for 25 years? Yeah. What do you mean? So uh, he wasn't yeah. named after him. Okay. All right. Well, of course he was. He was. But or he, he named legally, he legally yeah. changed his he name, maybe? His name. Wait till I show you a picture of Tupac. Oh, man. Oh, there's Tupac, everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, I see that's that. only forty. That's Formerly known as Gene yeah. Johnson. Like yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's had a he, he's had a rough, rough life, life, hadn't he? But I, th- I find it interesting that his name is yeah. Tupac A. Shakur because I don't think the real Tupac Shakur had him a name. No. So I'd like to know what Tupac's middle awesome. name is. Tupac, awesome, awesome. Tupac, awesome, Tupac, awesome, Shakur. awesome. <laughs> yeah, maybe Anglo. <laughs> Tupac, awesome. Yeah, all right. But, uh, <laughs> too much brain power right now to think about it. To be honest with you, the real two. I mean, the the rapper Tupac. His yeah. middle name is uh, Amora. Or oh. Amoru, so yeah, that's totally... Oh, really? I think he copied the full name. Oh, yeah, it went all the way. Wow. That's dedication. What's he in for, by the way? <laughs> oh, e- everything. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you saw the Aggravated guy. assault, felony assault, robbery, you know, probably... Throw some drugs in there from the looks of the guy. <laughs> probably, no. you know, stole I... some recording equipment. He's he, Yeah. High-speed chicken look, feed for sure. Looked like he hosted a game show for a while. All right, let's go to page oh, two. What? Are you kidding me? Folks, out of... St. Louis, you're all out of here. A St. Louis football team decided to play a student who was supposed to be suspended that game, and they played him under a different name. <laughs> and it cost him big time the rest of the season. Oh, my God. The rest of the season was completely canceled, and the coaches were all fired, terminated. We have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. For the kids, I think it's overboard. Suspend the player, suspend the coach, but not the whole team and fire all the coaches. I think that's overboard. I think the archdiocese overstepped. It's like more than just football, it's life values in this. And you can't go through life thinking, oh, I can cheat here, and then later on down the line think it's okay and that it's not going to catch up to you, and that's exactly what happened. And I don't think that kid would have been a difference in that game because Cardinal Ritter is a very good team. I don't think they had to do that. To win that game. You know, I'm glad they suspended the players because each and every single one of those players, they knew what yep. was going on in that right. field and yep. they knew that the kid was playing under a different name. So I respect that dude who who fired and suspended every single one of them. Yeah, for the for the players, yeah. they do need to learn that there's consequences to yeah. lying and cheating and, and faking, right? So they learn their consequences for participating and the coaches yeah, they should have gotten fired because they're right. supposed to be teaching the youth, not teaching yes. them how to cheat and lie right. and be. You know, a Drew, I, I've always said that I believe that children are the future. You know, teach them well and help them lead the way. And if we show them all the beauty they possess inside, you know, give them a sense of pride, and make it easier. Mm-hmm. Those are feel that beautiful words. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, and also children need to understand too that in life you suffer the consequences from decisions that you make. Yeah. God knows I've lived that. Mm-hmm. That's important in life. Sometimes you got to just be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sweep the leg. You know. <laughs> Take it easy. Sometimes that's gonna. Sometimes that's gonna happen. Yeah. Is that your Tuesday motivation? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that's gonna. Sometimes that's gonna happen. You got to sweep the leg. Some, or sometimes you have to have your legs swept. Mm. 
to get you back on track. And folks, there you go. Wow. What are you kidding me? Moral motivation edition of the <laughs> What are you kidding me? <laughs> Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Claire and I were having a little conversation yesterday. And Claire is ready to give something up completely. Drew, what do you think it is? Guess is right now. Uh, sweets. <laughs> Could it be sweets? That is absolutely wrong, Drew. Yeah, I didn't so incorrect. So. I didn't think so. What about you, Ryder the Youngin? Adopting more animals. She's uh, is she gonna be uh, she's gonna oh. give up adopting more animals? She's yes. more likely to give up sweets than that. That is incorrect, Ryder the Youngin. Claire is getting ready, just thinking about giving up the phone completely. <gasps> and Claire, you know what's crazy is whenever. You mentioned that to me yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm with you because, man, I don't like, I realized, you know, recently, I don't like talking on the phone anymore. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. I, and by the way, when he says give up the phone, he doesn't mean give up the gadget. I'm keeping the iPhone. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather text. I don't want to talk to people mm. anymore. I, I realized right. I, I, the only person I will call is my aunt who's 95, you know, because Bernice. Bernice, she's not going to do it any other way. My brothers, my sister, even Sharon when she's not in the house, we just text each other all the time. Yeah. And I had to make a phone call yesterday, and it was like, oh, it's uncomfortable. I wonder if they have a chat Can service. you delete the phone app on your phone? From your phone? Well, like, I want to be able could. to call 911 if I have oh. to. So well, there's always an emergency that. function on it. You can text 911. Yeah. It's true. You can. Oh. So um, it, it's not just me. I used to make fun of millennials for being like, well, why don't you just call them? But yeah. you know what? They're right. It's it's just not that fun. See, for me, I, I would, uh, instead of texting, I think if it's a really important call, I would rather like FaceTime, like when, my well, family. I, but I do not want to have that long, drawn out 20 minute phone conversation. And I know for a fact in my life, friends and family are like mad at me sometimes because they say, oh, you never call. You don't return a phone call. It's not that I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, but I just don't want to right now. But you don't want to. But I don't. But but I don't want to. Yeah. And who's got all all that time during the day? Each call fifteen twenty minutes. By that time, you have absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. This is what used to bind people, though. This is what used to bring people together. Cell phone communication. Well, before cell phones, but speaking on the phone. Yeah, two hour phone calls. Yeah, Yeah, that's not what used to bind us. I think what used to bind us together was social functions where we got to meet people face to face. Well, sure, if you go back far enough. But yeah. I'm saying, uh, say the late 20th century, people would would yeah. speak on the phone, talk on the phone to relatives who didn't yes. live in their neighborhood. Right. You know, it's bizarre. I mean, and they would yell. I remember it's my, long distance. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Like my grandparents, they hated the phone. My wife's grandpa, he wanted to to get on, say you know hello and goodbye. You know, I want to put that that dang phone down. Nonsense. Mm. Um. It's That's amazing, too, how the older generations, it's like they recognize what was going on. They recognize that these cell phones were going to be a problem for us and that they were going to be, you know, attached to our faces. Mm-hmm. They knew it. Yeah. Yeah. They had a feeling. It, so it, how, what do you say to people who, who obviously say, well, Claire, I want to talk to you. I, I want to have a conversation with you. I had one last Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah. I had one last week. This friend texted me. We were texting on Tuesday, and she said, oh, I'd love to talk to you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, today's kind of busy. I'll call you tomorrow. That was like literally a week ago. Right. Now, granted, she hasn't picked up the phone and called me either, but it's definitely in me. It's not like I don't somewhere in the day have a 20-minute stretch. I just don't feel like yakking. Claire, yeah, you had I, that situation. Especially you... with what you do for a living. You're yakking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, the most awkward of these situations when you're texting, your mid-text conversation, 
and the person just calls you oh. while you're texting and the phone rings. You just go like, right. wait for it to finish right. ringing and then text them. Can't talk now. You I think- always hit that generic message that says, I'm on my way. <laughs> and I freak them out. Right. <laughs> you know that generic response yeah. you yeah. can hit? Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. Like, no, 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 it's not yeah. that important. You. Anybody else just ready to, you know, just give up the phone? Anybody else sick of, like, chatting on the phone all the time? Oh, yeah. I'm already sick of texting. Really? I would, you know, yeah. I mean... I don't know. But now it's emojis. You don't even have to text words anymore. I communicate through emojis. Oh, I always yeah. do. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's times so, where I ask Fitz, hey, are you almost here? And then I just get like the running emoji yeah. and then a giraffe and then, of course, the uh, eggplant emoji. The eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody says, uh, hey, Fitz, nobody knows how to have conversations anymore. Somebody says, I hate talking on the phone. I just watch it ring. <laughs> Somebody says, hey, Fitz, this is why your children are socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe that could very well be true. So what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. Text my friend and tell her I'll call her. Yeah, her hey. Place. Well, it's too late now. Or just You're say, already... hey, I don't want to talk. Just text. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late now. We're all already socially awkward. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We've done it to ourselves. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. You guys know who uh, uh, Elon Musk is, right? Of course. Yeah. SpaceX CEO has successfully used Starlink satellites to post on Twitter. Basically, he says, sending this tweet through space via Starlink satellite, and then hours later confirmed at work. This is the first time orbiting satellites have been used, and uh, Musk hopes to provide the entire world with access to high-speed internet one day. Wow. Cool. That's really interesting. He really is. He's amazing. He, this is like one man whose vision and drive is changing the world. Yeah. And there's a few of them out there right now. And I know people are afraid of him. And they think well, he's his a imagination is, but all of his projects aren't really working. I mean, oh, I know, I know, he's a dreamer. Yeah, but work. he's got a lot of them that are and yeah. really well. Yeah, he's going to drive a hundred projects, and even if five of them uh, increase our quality of life, yeah. great. I, I just think he's trying to be the dude from Iron Man. I've kind of had enough of Elon Musk, to be honest with you. <laughs> are you saying Elon Musk is trying to be Tony Stark? Yes, <laughs> Elon Musk wants to be Tony Stark from Iron Man. I, I wanted to disagree with you for a quick second, but then. God, that makes so much sense. <laughs> He's got like flamethrower guns sitting around his house. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, why not? Don't we need a little Iron Man in the yeah, world to help us yeah, out? Yeah, but I, I don't know if he's the dude who's going to be the. I mean, I don't see him going around in, in the suit trying to save. You know, he's not the. You know. Yeah, it's probably he's not very coordinated, is what I'm saying. Well, he'll just hire John well, Cena to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, what the suit does. <laughs> now, that's what I want. I'm going to yeah. buy you so you can be a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Speaking of superheroes, uh, former President Jimmy Carter, who is kind of a real-life superhero himself in, in all the work he keeps doing. By the way, oldest living U.S. president. Got, he's at 95 now. He had another fall this week. Uh, Monday, yeah, he fell. One. He had a minor fracture of his pelvis. He is looking forward to getting home. That is dangerous it to is. people his age. But think about this. Last May... He fell when he was out turkey hunting and broke his hip. He was home several days later and was teaching Sunday school the next yep. Sunday. So oh, wow. he is it's not beyond him to get better. You remember he just had a fall, got 14 stitches in his eye, and yeah. he was back building houses for Habitat Humanity several days later. Also, he and his wife are the longest married couple as far as uh, it, 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 it was, it, it was mm-hmm. Bush Sr. and obviously uh, Barbara. Right. Mm-hmm. But now they're the longest. Yeah. Well, he just passed uh, a Bush Sr. in age only because uh, the older Bush passed right, away. Right. Uh, and, and allowing Jimmy Carter to pass him in the oldest president standing. Just so weird. I mean, he, he you know, he was president what year? Was it 78 in, to 80? 80? Uh, 76 to 80. 76 to and 80. And he was the 39th president. Wow. We're on to nearly 50 now. 
Hey, Claire, over to you. Choose your news. Well, you know, the World Series has started, as we were talking about, and I love this story. Houston Astros pitcher Lance McCullers Jr. gave World Series tickets to some Astros fans who were seriously harassed by Yankees fans at Game 5 of the uh, ALCS in New York last Friday. These three fans were visiting New York from Texas. They managed to score tickets to the game. Of course, they wore their Astros gear because they're fans. And New York fans were harassing them. They started a fight. They threw food and beer at them. Eventually, security came and escorted them to other seats so they could finish watching the game that they probably paid a lot of money to go to. McCullers heard the story, and he said, quote, fans of all teams should be celebrated for loving the game, not treated like that. I look forward to having you watch the World Series in Houston on me. That's right. Good dude. You hear that, New York? Yeah. Hear that, New York? (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right, Ryder the Young, and choose your news. Well, you guys might lose me for a little bit because it's been announced they're doing another Batman video game. Oh, wow. Another yeah. one. How many are there? Uh, well, let's see. There's been the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, okay. Arkham Knight, and Arkham You don't Arkham have Origins. to list them all. Oh, well, just well, that, that's all yeah. four right now. But now there's going to be a new one called Batman Arkham Legacy, and it gets crazy because all this stuff just leaked about it, saying that it will come out on the PS4, but also be on the PS5. You can play as the entire Bat family. Is, it, which, is this like Christmas news for you? This is like yeah. life-changing news <laughs> for me. This, this gives me purpose Did again. Did you just say the entire Bat family? Yeah, there's okay. a lot. The entire Bat family. Dog, Bat That's dog what they're called? No, no, like Batman, Robin, Bat Red Hood, Nightwing, oh. Batgirl, like the okay. whole There's the butler. Team. What's you, the butler's name? Maybe Alfred. you can't play as Alfred. I hope so. Yeah. I will play this for the rest of my life. (laughs) All right. There you go. Wednesdays. Choose your news. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Well, here's something that might scare you just a little bit. Mm. You know, we were having a little conversation earlier about how we're kind of sick of talking on our phones. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're sick of actually communicating on our phones. Uh, Well, maybe this will help. Hmm. Maybe this will help you want to just connect with your phone in a different way. There's a brand new phone cover that's giving some people the heebie-jeebies right now. It's a phone cover that's made from artificial skin. What? What? You should see the look on Drew's face. Why? I mean, why would you well, want Well, the idea is to give the user some, uh, some lifelike sensations, like... The phone case can be tickled and pinched, just no. like human flesh. No, no. I feel oh like somebody God. really lonely. I think it's would a connection. Case, it's like somebody's hand to hold. Oh my gosh! Right at the young end, you are so right. It's, it's, it's some. It's your way of connecting with what feels like a human, although it's not a human, but it is artificial skin. Please tell me you're about to play the clip from the original Terminator movie where he says they have blood, sweat. Teeth, bad breath, everything. Because this is how it starts. This Get your phone real skin. Oh. You're building a T yeah. <laughs> You're saying this, 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 this is the this is the beginning of, of robots taking us over. Why do we want our phone? Well, you do not need to make an emotional connection with your phone through touch. The artificial skin is made from uh, silicone and sensors that basically give it that real life look and feel. Ooh. See, next thing they're going to create a doll out of this. Next thing, there's going to be hair oh, I on think it. Way ahead of you there. I think they already have that one. <laughs> Here, I just uh, I just googled this. Give me a moment. 
It's made from artificial skin in response to touch, including caressing. Researchers say it can also be tickled and pinched. The idea is to give the user some lifelike sensations. The squishy case is made from silicone and sensors that give it that real-life look and feel. The British and French researchers behind it are also working on an artificial skin watch band. No word yet on when you can get one. This phone. So it does not feel pain or pity or remorse, and it will not stop ever. And when the battery goes out, does the person like, you can't quit me now. Yeah. You have to bury you your can't. phone. You yeah. got to give it CPR. Yeah. Is it the tickle me iPhone? Yeah. Tickle me iPhone. <laughs> oh, no. He's hilarious. This is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by. We're getting ready for the good, the bad, and the gossip. The Fitz Files coming up in minutes. Claire, what's it looking like? I'm just taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Mm. Is this the end of C-3PO? We'll dissect the new trailer oh, for Star Claire, Wars, The Rise that. of Skywalker. Oh, no. Oh. CP3O's going bye-bye? No. Or, or is he? Oh. Uh, all right. Details. <laughs> what happened? Ryder it, the Youngin, what if he does? I'm not going to be okay for a while. I know. <laughs> Ryder, this is not the trailer you're looking for. Oh. All right. We'll get to that in just a couple minutes. <laughs> Drew, uh, my buddy Drew, is supposed to be in here for our reality check segment, but he's not, which means... Folks, you know what that means. No. What? Somebody is going to have to do an audible. Okay. <gasps> okay. Audible! Oh! We're going to do an audible. All right. That means, I don't know where he is. Drew's supposed to be here. Uh, I'm actually right. well, a little worried about it. My, I have a standby story just in case things like this happen. I, yeah. I assume Drew has the oopsie poopsies. He'll walk in here in just a couple of minutes. But... You know what, guys? How do you know when a woman is interested? That's my audible go-to story. Oh, Claire yeah. And writer. How do you know when a woman is interested? Ladies, what signals should a guy look for? Well, here are some signs that she is in. Oh, there's Drew. Hey, Drew. Drew. Hey. There he is. Drew, here are some signs she's into you. Drew, here are some signs she's into you. <laughs> Sorry, you missed the reality check. That's okay. People, I mean, you what? know, they'll be all right. People are going to be fine. Uh, okay. You know. Uh... Drew, you know some signs that she's into you. If she tilts her head, when a woman sees and feels especially comfortable with a man, she's going to tilt her head. I see mm. we replaced it with hard news. This is very important news. I, I, I replaced it with the stuff people really care about. Oh, sorry, I was out. Claire, Maybe I that, should be out more often. Is that true? She when t- a woman sees and feels especially comfortable, she tilts her head? Like a like when a dog doesn't understand something and it waves its head <laughs> yeah. back and forth like that? Like. So you're saying it's more of a... They don't understand as they tilt uh, their yeah, head. Yeah, I'm thinking that's more what it is. <laughs> what did you just say? I think that's what it is. Oh, no. Perpetually. Something else, uh, you'll definitely know when a woman is into you. If she takes a nip, excuse me, sip. If she takes a sip, when you take a sip. <laughs> did I say nip? I didn't mean to. If she takes a sip, when you take a sip, that means that she is absolutely into you, wants to marry you, and is in love. Claire, agree? I think I agree with that. I actually wow. do. Really? I think I, I think there may be something too. If you're taking a moment, she's taking a moment. Hang on. Okay. So I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. Before. <clears throat> I've heard about this. this okay. Is, they call it pacing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. you pace yourself on the other person, and oh. it can be subconscious. Like mm-hmm. I think what they're referring to here. But people also utilize this uh, for salesmen. For example, will do pacing. Well, the 
they'll stand like you do and they'll try to match their breathing pace to you and they'll do certain movements the same as you because it endears that person to you. You know what really endears a person to you is, well, this is how you definitely know, guys, that a woman is interested. Hmm. When she gets that glow. And what I mean is that blushing glow. I have really looked into this. Don't assume that her rosy cheeks are an indication of discomfort. What that means is she's, you know, when when a woman really likes a guy, blood flows to various parts of her body, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All sorts of different yeah. places where the blood goes, it also goes to her face, which makes mm-hmm. the cheeks redder. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine what's going on with the cheeks, right? That blood's at, going everywhere. I was at a football game not that long yeah. ago, and it was windy out and cold. I think every woman there was into me. <laughs> Everyone had blushed cheeks. Wow. Makes sense. Except when it's cold outside. You know. <laughs> were they all sipping peppermint schnapps from the flask uh, the same time you were? In unison with me. Yes. yes. <laughs> all no. right. Stand by. We're getting ready for the Fitz Files next. Just letting you know, it's the Fitz Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Nobody even remembers much about Monday Night Football except for the official trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Now, we'd seen little bits and pieces before. They had had trailers for the trailer, but now we have the real thing. What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. Okay, that's like the tenth time I've heard that, and I just got goosebumps again. <laughs> yeah. It is all the feels. Uh, you see, three PO there. Is he dying? Are they taking him down? We'll find out. Fun fact: Anthony Daniels, who plays C three PO, is the only actor who's actually been in all nine of the movies. They, they're separated now. They're calling it the Skywalker Saga. For those of you scoring at home who are of the younger generation and think there's been a million Star Wars movies, why do we care? It's because this is the final in the nine movies that frame yes. the Skywalker Saga. It's the end of this story as we know it. And they brought out the late Carrie Fisher. This will be her the last appearance on screen that we know of. As is this a real shot or virtual no, sort they, of No, they had already uh, shot these scenes, right? Yeah, right they on. had shot all, yeah. of, all of her footage was, yeah. was shot for the previous movie before she passed. Yeah. And from what I understand, um, there are battle scenes with Rey fighting Kylo Ren. Yep. And oh, yeah. then there are battle scenes with Rey and Kylo Ren fighting together. Right. So mm-hmm. nobody knows what's going to happen. There was that mystery Emperor. shot in the previous trailer of her with the red, uh, right. wearing a black cloak with the red, red saber. saber with the cro- right, exactly. Okay. And the Emperor makes an appearance, so they brought out all the stops. By the way, it doesn't open for two months, but tickets are already on sale. Of course they are. Uh, Keith <laughs> Urban, beautiful moment the other day. He brought in Eric Church to duet with him on his uh, song, We Were. Eric, I didn't realize this. Eric is one of the writers of the song, hmm. and Keith wanted to hear his interpretation. Oh, we got to play that version on the air. I, I would love should. it. Yeah. I think we definitely should. Uh, Keith Urban, Eric like Church. This. That is so cool. Yeah, I love Eric Church. 
Um, so if you are somebody who is susceptible to clickbait, stay away from Alexis Bledel. We loved her on Gilmore Girls. I love her on The Handmaid's Tale. But she has been named cybersecurity firm McAfee's celebrity, most likely to land you on a website that carries a virus or malware. Oh, I wonder how she feels about that. I know. I don't know why her. Like, she's like, I, in a million years, I would never Google her for anything. Of course, now we're all Especially Googling for viruses. Her. Right. Right. <laughs> is like, huh. I, I want to see what, why and he Googles her, and I'm like, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, I slap go. my hand. <laughs> also on the list, beware of James Corden, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones, Anna mm. Kendrick, Jimmy Fallon, Jackie Chan, and Nicki Minaj, who I'd be aware of for any kind of viruses or malware uh, in general. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I was going to say, IRL. that actually pops up when you Google virus. <laughs> right. Yeah. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the fit smiles. The legendary fits happens live. Fitz? Fitz. With an F? With an F. <laughs> Fitz happened. It's, it's the Fitz Show. It's playlist profiling. And can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? We have a mystery caller on hold right now. We do not know anything about them. And we are going to profile our mystery caller again based off of three songs. We are going to attempt to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession. And after we make our profiling guesses, we're going to reveal the identity of the mystery caller that we profiled and see who came closest to profiling them. Song number one, Russell Dickerson, I'm Yours. Song number two, Justin Timberlake. Can't stop the feeling. I'm wondering if this is me. Is this me? I don't know. Did you call in to play? Are you guys profiling me? All right, no. All right, song number three, Boston. More than a feeling. Okay, based off of those three songs, we're going to try to guess our mystery caller's gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids. All right, is everybody ready? <laughs> yes. yes. Let's get to the profiles now. Uh, all right, it's Fitz. You know, looking at Russell Dickerson, I'm yours. Justin Timberlake, can't stop the feeling. Boston, more than a feeling. This is a hopeless romantic. I mean, uh, she loves love. She loves positivity. Um, is definitely like the positive force inside of her home. Female, 30 years old, drives a Ford Focus, is in pharmaceutical sales. You know, she's got to wake up every day. She's got to motivate herself. And she is always up because she has to be. And she likes it like that. She's married and uh, she's got two children. Drew, what say you? We are pretty close. I do agree it's a female. I think she's 32. Now, I I picked up something. She's between two of these songs. Can't Stop the Feeling. 
She got that from her kids from the uh, the Trolls movie. More than a feeling, she got that from her mom. That's one of her mom's favorite songs. But notice the feeling, the I'm yours. She's into commitment. She works in the wedding industry. Oh, She's wedding, surrounded by wedding planner? She's either a florist or a wedding planner or works with the dress or whatever. She drives a Dodge Durango. She is married herself, and she has three kids. Mm, I don't think she drives that big of a truck, Drew. That's not that big. That's midsize. Mm. You got to haul those three kids around. Mm. All right, Claire, what about you? Give us your profile. This is definitely a man. He is a hopeless romantic. I'm with you on that. And way back from the tender age of 14, when he first heard his parents play that Boston song, he knew that someday he was going to find a girl like that. And guess what? He just did. He's recently married. He's 26 years old. He's a property manager. He drives a Mazda CX-5. They don't have any kids yet. They just got married. And they're so cute in love. Right, of the young end. All right, I think it's a female for sure. I think she's actually 37. I think Drew's going to like this. She drives a Subaru Forester. Nice. And the music is actually really easily explained. She's a dance coach, and Mm. also she's married with three kids. Mm. Coming up, part two in minutes, the big reveal for playlist profiling. It happens live. Welcome back to the show. Right in the middle of playlist profiling. If you're just tuning in, we have a mystery caller on the phone. We do not know anything about them. All we know is three songs from their personal playlist. And uh, we're going to try to profile this individual from those three songs. All right, I'm going to give you the songs one more time to, to maybe make... You know, change some of your final thoughts. Maybe you want to make some changes to your profile. Again, song number one. I came to life when I first kissed you. The best he has his arms around you. Nothing I can see but you when you dance, dance, dance. Feel all All right, the moment we've all been waiting for, we're about to find out. Who our mystery caller is? Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? I am a male. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. We have been fooled. Oh, okay. Uh, how old are you, sir? I am 40. Okay. Uh, what do you drive? I drive a four-door Honda Accord. Okay. Your profession? I am a route driver for a sanitary company. Gotcha. Are you single or married? I am single, but I have a very good girlfriend. And do you have any children? Thank God, no. <laughs> All right. Is this Honey Bucket, Corey? Yeah, how's it going, Corey? Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> good Lord, Honey Bucket, Corey. All right. Uh, hang on a second. Drew is uh, going to do his calculations and tabulations. Find out who came closest to profiling you. Here we go. Okay, Drew, what's what's it looking like? Yeah, right over there. I swear he's messing with us. This is a very easy one to calculate because nobody got any points except for Claire. Claire Claire was the only one that figured out he was a male, and she was the only one that figured out that he had no kids. Those two points are all it takes to take home this game. I will take it. Congratulations, (laughs) Claire. Thank you very much. Honey Bucket Corey, thank you so much for volunteering your life, as always, to this radio station. (laughs) We appreciate you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it feels very weird being profiled as a girl <laughs> well maybe you should listen to a little less justin timberlake <laughs> Let's go. it's the fit show check this out an amazing story yeah man that's the good stuff
Drew, try to tell me that this is a coincidence. What I'm about to talk about, try to tell me that this is a coincidence. Okay. Because there's no way it can be. I'd like to begin with this. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from my I'd like to call this, it's not a coincidence, this is a divine intervention. 25-year-old guy named Tyler Moon from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. He was running in this 10-mile race earlier this month in Minneapolis. And instead of having his name printed on his little thing, uh, he had it say, Jesus saves, right? Mm-hmm. Well, around the eighth mile of the race, Tyler collapsed. And it turned out that he had a, uh, this undiagnosed irregular heartbeat, which caused him to have a heart attack. But Tyler was saved by Jesus. Literally, a 43-year-old guy named Jesus Bueno, Jesus Bueno, from Lakeville, Minnesota, was running behind him. Jesus is a registered nurse. He stopped running instantly. He told someone to call 911 and start performing CPR on Taylor right there on the spot. He kept Tyler alive until the paramedics got there. And they used a defibrillator to uh, to get his heart back into its regular rhythm. And Jesus brought him back to life. Jesus, take the Tyler wound up breaking five bones in his face when he fell, but he says he, he just he feels grateful to be alive. He's thankful to Jesus. He's also thankful to Jesus <laughs> and all the other strangers who helped save his life. Drew, what say you? What say you now, sir? I think that's an amazing story. I would never dream to say anything uh, negative about it. That's incredible. That is just, yes, thank you. Thank you. For, I appreciate that. And I also have audio. Um... Uh, Good stuff audio here. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody f- with the Jesus. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Hit that button. There. Hit it. <laughs> and it's not working. <laughs> I really didn't want to play that clip. I thought I thought that we had a clip from the guy who saved his life. But you know what? Nobody does mess with Jesus. No. So there you no. go. And that. Is the good stuff. <laughs> Ain't nobody mess with Jesus, man. Oh goodness! In all honesty, when I when I heard uh, that that clip, I tried to hit the uh, the little dump button, but yeah. it didn't work, did it? No, yeah. that's uh, not at all. It, but it just bleeped. so that everyone, that's just from the Big Lebowski. It's just right. Yeah. Oh, I know. Divides, you know. I always yeah. get sensitive at that yeah, stuff, though. Yeah. It's crazy. This, uh, this portrayal by John Turturro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well. It's okay. <laughs> We're good. We're all right. How's everybody? Feel? That was a good story. It was a beautiful it was a story. Beautiful story. Yeah. We're not going to let that mark. Yeah. Well, um, let's play Carrie Underwood again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Welcome to Make Up or Break Up. Hopefully we can get together and help them out. You decide, should they make up or break up? And if you have a moment to provide some advice, as always, we would really appreciate some five-minute heroes. I want to welcome to the show Clay. Clay, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. First of all, thank you so much for corresponding with me on Facebook. I really appreciate it. And you were telling me about a little situation with your girlfriend, Megan. Um, That's right. And, and this was bizarre because, it, you know, you started off the message. You say, my girlfriend spoils me way too much. 
always wanting to take care of me. Um, uh-huh. Elaborate on that. Yeah, why that would anyone be upset? Awesome. Ab- yeah, why would why would anyone be upset about that? Well, my girlfriend Megan has a uh, taste for the finer things in life. Uh, shall we say she? She really, really likes to spend money. Uh, you know, she's always wanting to go out to eat uh, instead of uh, cooking dinner at home. She, she wants to eat out two or three times a night and usually like really nice restaurants. She likes to go on trips. I mean, we go on two trips a year and one of them is always to Europe. And uh, we're not even through with, with the trip that we're on before she's planning the next trip. Well, who, who's paying for all this? Good question. She pays for most of it. She she uh, makes more money than I do. She is uh, she works at Amazon, ah. uh, so, so she has a good salary. But she insists on living this lifestyle, and I, I have a hard time keeping up. And so you know, I, I guess what I feel somewhat shamed in. in uh, I feel like she shames me sometimes that that I have to go on these trips with her, that I have to go to dinner with her every single time to a really nice restaurant. If she's paying for this and if she has this great job and salary at Amazon and you're going on these trips, I mean, what is it? Are are you upset that she's paying for all this? Yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's a little hurtful to my pride, you know, and and, and I, I, I can't really afford these things. She spends too much. I, again, I think she she lives a, a lifestyle that I, I'm not particularly used to, and uh, you know I, I come from a much more uh, modest background, and, and uh, I'm a little more frugal, and I think more responsible with my money. And you know, we want to have a family eventually, and, and I think uh, you know the way she spends her money it's uh, it's a little extravagant, it's a little bit too much sometimes, and it stresses me out to be honest. All right, uh, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, should they make up or break up? You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Live. Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up. If you're just tuning in, Clay, how are you, my friend? Doing good. All right, Clay sent me a message on Facebook uh, complaining about his girlfriend, Megan, because apparently Megan... From what the Facebook message said, Megan spoils him way too much. Mm-hmm. And Clay, you're concerned that that Megan has this lifestyle that you don't really uh, you say you can't keep up with. Is that right? That's right. I, I I get stressed out by it. Okay. And and what does she do for a living? She works at Amazon. And she actually, you mentioned, takes you on several trips a year. She loves to go to nice restaurants. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the show right now, Megan. Welcome to Make Up or Break Up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hi, guys. Megan, I know it's weird. Like, you know, is, is a guy hearing all this? Wow. You know, a woman wanting to take me on trips around the world, wanting to take me to nice restaurants, spoiling mm-hmm. me. I mean, I'm thinking, what the heck is... What, complaining what, about <laughs> yeah what's the underlying issue with clay here megan i know it's terrible isn't it what a terrible life <laughs> you know i i just i didn't grow up with much and i make a really decent salary and i love to travel and i love spoiling my man like i love going like i wouldn't want to go alone and i love going out to eat in nice places I love seeing new things, new people. I I just and I love to travel. So why not? Like if I can afford it, like if it were 
turned around and he were, you know, taking me on all these trips, like, you wouldn't hear me complaining. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is, do, do you think he's a little, uh, and he's still here with us, uh, do you think he's maybe just insecure about it a little bit because he's the guy and you're, you're his girlfriend? Like, you said if it was reversed, you'd be cool with it. Has he talked about it with you? Has he said he's kind of embarrassed by it? Um, no. Hey, Clay. No, no like, not, not so much embarrassed i think that i i'm not sure it's not like clay i'm not trying to shame you or anything like that like i i want to share these things with you Um, she wants to share clay let her share yeah i want to share i get all that you know but i get it like i get the you know the whole you know the man needs to make more money but it's just not the way it is these days you know and that's the question. Is it about Megan making more money, or is it about Clay thinking that Megan spends too much of her own money? What's the issue well, here? The thing is, too, guys, it's like, and Megan, we've talked about this. We, we eventually want to get married and have a family and, and have kids. And we've also talked about, you know, we do have kids that, that, that she should be staying home and, and taking care of the kids. And oh. then we have to live on my salary. Oh, no. No, no, we did discuss this, and I no way am I staying home. Like, I like to work. Like, I, I want to work through my labor. Like, I'm going to work. Child care is expensive, Megan. That's why she wants to work. Yeah. <laughs> You're asking her to quit. Oh, we might have a value. I'm difference. not quitting. You know, Clay, I make four times as much as you do. Oh. As as an assistant manager. All right, listen. Obviously, um, I'm going to put you guys on hold real Uh-oh. quick. In, in in, we'll we'll talk about the rest of this off the air. Should they make up or break up? And hopefully, you guys will get some some great advice from all of our listeners right now on what to do next. We'll be right back. Hang on, just one second. This is Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to Makeup or Breakup, where romantic and real couples join the show and share details of their relationship struggles. And our P1 listener family will then help determine if the couple should remain together. Should they make up or break up? If you're just tuning in, boy, this is active. Definitely need some five-minute heroes right now. Go ahead, Drew. Get on some of these text messages. Uh, A lot of support for making up here. Of course they should make up. Sounds like these two need to communicate better and possibly work out a budget to stick to together. Uh, Other people say, hey, Clay, if you're uncomfortable, just grow your own earning potential and, and do more. Um, other people are saying she's a keeper. And then you get the people who want the breakup. Claire, share some of those. Well, there's this one here, a texter that wrote like a three paragraphs about how they need to make up and then apparently didn't listen until the end. And when Clay put in that comment about her staying home, that texter just popped in. I changed my mind. Break up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Mariah. Hi, Mariah. Should they make up or break up? Um, I think they should make up. Uh, I was in a situation where I used to make more money than my fiance and was, you know, but aside from bills, just spoil and spoil and spoil. And then I switched from that job and now she makes more money than me. And at first it was kind of rough to deal with because I felt like I wasn't being that breadwinner. But you just got to find the balance between the two of you and realize that each other is just trying to, you know, do things nice for one another because you are in a relationship and that's what you do. Right. Right. As long as the bills are getting paid. Right, and, and there's right. nothing wrong with having a sugar mama sometime too, guys. Don't I don't know what you're complaining about. Some, if some, if your lady wants to take care of you, 
Let her I mean, it. what is your problem? Yeah, let her do it. Th- there are texts. One yeah. says, I would kill to be a stay-at-home dad while my woman works. That is literally right? the dream. Right. Uh, hi, Tina. Should they make up or break up? I think that they should stay together and work out their problems. Yeah. Uh, you, you feel like uh, there's just a lack of communication going on, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. And I think that, uh, you know, fighting over things like money is uh, not a good way to start off a relationship, especially if you're talking about marriage and bringing a kid into the world. Oh, that yeah. Yeah. You've got to be a team uh, player and you have to work together. And that's what makes a successful relationship and marriage. Tina, thank you so much for the call. Yeah, a few of these texts that say they're a bad fit, I disagree because I think all couples eventually fight about money. It's not. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use that to say they're a bad fit. I, I do think they need to find common ground. Mm-hmm. It's about not money. just about the money, though, because we have a lot of people texting that Clay needs to get out of the 1950s. They think it's oh. his view on on her having to stay home with the baby and not work. He wants her to quit her high paying job right. to go home and, and start home a with family. The kid. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was a bit of a blow. Benjamin, should they make up or break up? Well, I think it depends on a couple of things. Well, I think what he what he is missing is that statistically. Um, if you look at all of the statistics, women generally don't like to date people who make less money than them or less educated than them. Mm-hmm. And so he's really lucky to be dating her. However, what he needs to do is um, ask himself one question and ask her one question. The question to ask himself is, um, can he get over this sort of pride thing he has? Because it really shouldn't matter at all. Um, and the question you should ask her is, does she spend all the money she has or does she have savings? Because each kid costs about as much as a Ferrari over a 15-year period or whatever. And, um, you know, that's going to be money. And if she makes enough money for it, it doesn't matter. That's great. Uh, But if she spends all the money she has because she really likes this lifestyle, then that's going to be a problem. Great advice. Interesting. Listen, thank you so much for being a five-minute hero. What about the percentage from our text and social media? Make up or break up? Well, if I discount all the guys who want them to break up so they can ask her out, then (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to count those. That happens every week. Yeah. Well, this time they want to go on trips. If I discount all those, we've got 79% makeup. Yep. All right. Thank you, Drew. Uh, Wow. Big reaction today. Big reaction. Going back to what Benjamin was saying earlier something's keeping this woman around yeah yeah and, and he uh, should you be know, lucky. not all ladies yeah. are just driven by money maybe maybe this guy's gifted in other areas if you know what i mean True. yeah and this woman wants to spoil <laughs> wants to spoil him you're right now uh yeah. and to the second thing benjamin said uh as long as long as she's not she can spend a lot of money but if she makes enough to where she can spend that money and still be putting money away then yeah. right oh my god real funny the fit show the reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by. In minutes, I'm going to take you straight out of country. And Lauren Elena honored her stepfather recently. I'll tell you how she did that. Plus, how is Kane Brown dealing with his drummer's death? Uh, I'm going to give you a little update on that. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. What's the deal, Drew? I want to tell everyone about a hero, someone you may not have heard of. Does anyone know the name Sybil Peacock Harmon? Oh, my God. You're talking about my great aunt. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, How did you know about Aunt Sybil? Just passed away at the age of 103 years old. Now, why she is special? She is one of the very first flight attendants that Delta Airlines ever had. She was hired in the very first class of Delta 
flight attendants. You know, they called them stewardesses at the time, way back in 1940. Wow. Is that, a, is that an offensive Whoa. word now to say stewardess? It, it, well, it's just not acceptable now. It's not yeah. accepted. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it, it, do, it doesn't, it defies like the, the genderless nature of the, of the job. Right. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, a lot of people don't know this, flight attendants, they are so trained to handle all sorts of craziness right. on that airplane. Every, they are plane, not just your waitress, They are by the, the way. flight crew, yes. and you are yeah. required to follow, follow their orders. You're and right. Trailblazers like this are, are the first people who basically were part of creating that that occupation. And sure, maybe in the beginning, they were considered a, a basically a, a waitress in the sky, but they became instrumental. And now that we have so many planes that fly in the sky and so many flying they are a vital part of this structure. Remember, oh, yeah. there's, mm-hmm. I don't know how many tens of thousands of planes in the air every day just in U.S. airspace. Right. And these individuals, like uh, Sybil Harmon. How old is are, she again? She died at 103 years old this wow. week. Wow. Sybil. Let's think. In 19- Our fearless female, by yes. the way, who, who did. What an amazing life. This girl is on fire. Breaking grounds. Right. Go ahead, Claire. What were you saying about our, our friend Sybil? Well, airplanes in 1940 were extremely different from airplanes like oh, yeah. they were right now. Yeah. And I would love to have picked her brain about the change in, of flight. I mean, that, Back then, people were smoking on the planes. Well, that's 30 years before the jet age. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. They were slow and they were cold and they were, small. you know, small. And, and yeah, and then it filled with smoke. Yes. Yep. The passenger planes in the 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, even even into, into the, the 80s. 80s. Yeah. yeah, I remember flying on planes where people were still smoking. Some on the some of the planes today, which are still in the air, you could see where they just tried to do a simple repair. You could see the uh, the ashtrays, the, yeah. the yeah. ashtrays. Yeah, yep. on the, yeah, wow. I've seen those before. All right then, there you go, folks. You got the Wednesday reality check. Now it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Oh, anybody watched Dancing with the Stars the other night? Uh, Claire, you told us days ago. Who got kicked off of Dancing with oh, the Stars? Oh, poor sailor, Christy, Br- Pri- Christy Brinkley's daughter, who'd stepped in at the last second. Uh, uh, unfortunately, didn't make it. Yeah. Do you really think that... Uh, can you believe people thought that that was all a scam? That Christy Brinkley acted like she broke her arm to get her daughter on the show? I mean, isn't that crazy that, that, we, that, that we all that we all always assume that? Look, Wasn't she, that just Wendy Williams? Were there other people who believed it, too? I, I, I think there was a social media conspiracy going on about it. But. Oh, she, come she, on. Wait, now, this isn't her daughter with Billy Joel, right? No, no, no. no that's but Alexa. this is her daughter with some other millionaire. The other guy. Right. The other guy. Or yeah. something. Uh-huh. If she wanted her daughter in Hollywood, she could get her there. She's yeah. got the contacts. Yeah, right. She doesn't need she, to fake an injury. Right. Well, anyway, Lauren Elena, who is still on Dancing with the Stars, and right. who's, who's mm-hmm. kicking some butt, she's an absolutely unbelievable dancer. Obviously, she's had some previous dancing experience. But the other night, she uh, she danced to a song honoring her stepfather who passed away. I don't know how her stepfather died, but it's a weird story. Lauren Elena's mother left Lauren Elena's dad for Lauren Elena's dad's best friend. Oh my! And, and wow. that's who who this was, right? I mean, that well, that's got to be that's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you. Ooh. Sometimes uh, maybe it's one of those situations where the best friend was just like, you got a great woman there and you're not <laughs> appreciating her. And, you know, and uh, I got my eye I on will her. take her off your hands. Oh, but that's one of the worst things you could do as a man. Of course it is. I I'm mean, sure we, they aren't men, friends anymore. Men, yeah. I, I don't know about the rule for women, but m- men, you know, it's not it's not that it's buddies over babes, but it's there's that. There's, there's a, a code, code but there's a code of honor between pals. It, well, women right? should have it too. Okay. Yeah, there should Do be they a, have code, it? a code. Not for dating. I look askance at people who are like, you know, if you're like 22 and you're dating, yeah. come on, it's fair game. 
but to be married. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> to There's no such thing as in, commitment at 22. Yeah, there really isn't. But oh. at 32, when you're married, yeah. it, it's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kane Brown is is dealing with a lot right now. Obviously, weeks ago he lost his drummer in a in a car accident, and he's trying to cope in a certain way right now. Drew, how is Kane Brown coping with the death of his pal? Uh, writing new music. That is incorrect. Oh. You are wrong on every level. Writer, the youngin. He's uh, saying prayers for him and incorrect. Writer, that out. is so okay. wrong. Okay. God. I mean, he might also be doing that. Yeah. Claire, what about you? What is Kane Brown doing to cope? Doing things they enjoy together, like fishing. Claire, that is so wrong. No. Oh, but Dang it's nice. It. He's he's making he's making a nursery with his wife because they have a little baby coming. So he's putting oh. in all his focus and everything on creating oh. a nursery oh. for his baby. So he's go. not necessarily oh. like naming it in honor of his drummer. Why he's wouldn't just, he? He should. Ne- he, he might. He might name the baby. He's using that to focus his energy so he doesn't think about it. Right. Okay. That's good. I think that's, that's really gonna, good. That's yeah. going to be. That's a long road. They were together a long time. He and his drummer. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is he's a drummer. You have to replace him. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine having to start that process. Yeah. All right. There you go. We just took you straight out of country. This is the Fit Show. Everybody turn it up. Fitch happens live. No rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. Usually we put together the information from Troop Salute submissions into, you know, kind of a story to tell. But sometimes salutes come in like today's. You know, when a mom writes in like Stephanie Degani. All I have to do is copy, paste, and read. She is one proud mama. Stephanie writes, hey Fitz, I would like, to, uh, I would like you to honor my son, Sergeant Jake Ness. Jake enlisted in the Army. When he was just 18 years old, he spent his 19th birthday in basic training. And Jake is a geospatial engineer. He had to be cleared by the FBI to get that position. He has served in Afghanistan and is currently serving in Germany. When in Afghanistan, he was recognized by the chief of staff of the army. He talked about Jake in a speech using, using him as an example of a soldier who was there in Afghanistan leading our troops. And he wasn't even old enough to have a drink yet. Jake's been in the Army over seven years now. He's been recognized by many of his officers as one of the hardest working sergeants they have ever seen. He's currently doing the work of a first sergeant, and he's taken on many other duties as well. He's in charge of the barracks that he lives in, and he's responsible for making sure everyone there is taken care of. Jake has only been home for Christmas once, only one time, since he's been enlisted. And I am so very proud of my son. I hear all the wonderful stories you talk about about other military, and I just wanted to share a little bit about my son. I hope you will include him in your troop salute. Thank you so much, Stephanie Degani. And, of course, we are saluting Sergeant Jake Ness of the United States Army because he has made his mother so incredibly proud. And we're proud of Jake as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
We live in the land of the free because of the brave. Isn't that unbelievable that Amazing. a leader like that leading people and he can't even can't even drink yet? Mm-hmm. Put a gun in his hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they won't let him drink yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, just go to our Facebook page, search Follow Fits, and what are we uh, what are we looking for? Just send us a DM, say yeah. it's, it's for the troop salute, tell us about your troop, your friend, family, relative, whoever it is, uh, give us their name, the branch they served in, a little bit about them, yeah. as much as you'd like to share, we'd love to share your pride with the world. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your... What are you kidding? Stories of the day. Thank you, folks. I'm here standing by as your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman. I'm going to take you out of New York. Don't let the something little in the bathwater. What is it? Don't, don't let throw the, the baby, throw the baby, out, the baby out, out in the bathwater. Don't throw the baby out in the bathwater. What? Folks, in Columbus, <laughs> New York, Erica Hill said she was absolutely horrified to wake up and find a strange woman in her house trying to give her two-year-old son a bath. Whoa! Whoa! The family dog was barking the entire time. All of a sudden, she sees this lady in there, been over the tub with her two-year-old in the tub. Oh my gosh! So, so this is the yeah. two-year-old of the homeowner. So, a That's woman correct. like this, this phantom nanny came in to give her phantom child. nanny. Because when you first said, I thought maybe the woman brought her own child, like she was here to give her child. No, this is in the middle of the night. The woman hears something. The dog's barking, walks in the bathroom. Random woman in her bathroom with her child. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's like a horror Uh -uh. movie right there. It is. Yeah, it is. Like a ghost Yeah. Um, What do you do in that situation? You know, she's got your kid. I mean, Well, call 911 for starters. Well, yeah, but I'm sure yeah. that's. I mean, do you run out of the the bathroom where somebody's oh, I think bathing? Most, no, your ba- you I think most moms grab would that kid. Yeah, <laughs> rip that throw a shoulder in there yeah. and get that kid. Yeah. Claire, would yeah. you jack her up? I would totally jack her up. Yeah, she would. In that yeah. situation, up after I would Claire throw got a to her. <laughs> massive haymaker. I'd probably, yeah. with my superhuman strength, rip the towel rack off the wall, whack across the head, jack her up. Yep, then grab my slippery baby and get on out of there. Come on, slippery baby. Yes. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Well, from Slippery Baby, we take you now out of Illinois to Ghost Baby. No. Go good with the ghost nanny. Yeah, why didn't she get go? Why didn't she try to bathe the ghost baby? Ghost oh. baby should have tried to bathe go- uh, ghost nanny. Should have tried to bathe ghost baby, and then there wouldn't have been an issue. While no. eating a ghost burger. Yeah. <laughs> in, a go- in a ghost no. bath. <laughs> so this woman in Illinois spotted a ghost baby. Oh boy! In the crib. Uh, with her 18-month-old on Friday night. And the next morning, she was freaking out. You know, there's a ghost baby on the camera. You know, there's these cameras. You can monitor your, your kiddos and stuff. Well, she figured out why. There was a picture of a baby on the mattress label. And the night vision <laughs> camera on the baby monitor was seen through the sheet to show the label. <laughs> wow. And, and it looked like a little ghost baby. Aww. Wow. Special yeah. effects. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that kid like thinking that he had an imaginary friend growing up and then right. learns that it wasn't an imaginary friend? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm sure. Well, I, I don't mean, think the kid has night vision. He didn't see through Yeah, it was just a little baby. He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> What's going on with you today? You can see the other side, man. I'm just saying. I think Ryder's having night vision right now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you guys remember the movie um, Three Men and a Baby, right? Yeah. 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 Remember the the ghost in there? Mm-hmm. The little kid, the ghost yeah. at the window? Do you yeah. remember that? Yep. Yeah, it was yep. a cardboard cutout that they left <gasps> there. 
Lies, Claire. It was a ghost yeah, boy. It was a ghost baby. Okay. Ghost baby. Ghost baby. How do you know up. it was a cardboard cutout? I, I, I never heard that. That was one of those rumors Classic that was debunker. debunked quickly. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> was it? You just ruined it for me. Sorry, man. Three men and a baby is ruined for me now. Why in the world would anybody haunt a Steve <laughs> yeah. Gutenberg movie? Yeah, now you just have to watch it for Gutenberg. That's right. ruined Tom the Sully. movie for yeah. you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, it ruined the movie. Oh, no. All right, and there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories. Of the day. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Nobody even remembers much about Monday Night Football except for the official trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Now, we'd seen little bits and pieces before. They had had trailers for the trailer, but now we have the real thing. What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Okay, that's like the 10th time I've heard that, and I just got goosebumps again. (laughs) It is all the feels. Uh, You see 3PO there. Is he dying? Are they taking him down? We'll find out. Fun fact, Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO, is the only actor who's actually been in all nine of the movies. They're separated now. They're calling it the Skywalker Saga. For those of you scoring at home who are of the younger generation and think there's been a million Star Wars movies, why do we care? It's because this is the final in the nine movies that framed the Skywalker Saga. It's the end of this story as we know it. And they brought out the late Carrie Fisher. This will be her the last appearance on screen that we know of. As is this a real shot or virtual no, sort they, of editing? No, they had uh, already editing. shot these scenes, right? Yeah, right. they had shot all, yeah. most, all of her footage was, yeah. was shot for the previous movie before she passed. Yeah. And from what I understand, um, there are battle scenes with Rey fighting Kylo Ren. Yep. Oh, and yeah. then there are battle scenes with Rey and Kylo Ren fighting together. Right. So nobody knows what's going to happen. There was that mystery Ever. shot in the previous trailer of her with the reds uh, right. wearing a black cloak with the red... Red saber, saber with the cro- right, exactly. Okay. And the emperor makes an appearance, so they brought out all the stops. By the way, it doesn't open for two months, but tickets are already on sale. Of course, they are. Uh, Keith <laughs> Urban, beautiful moment the other day. He brought in Eric Church to duet with him on his uh, song "We Were." Eric, I didn't realize this. Eric is one of the writers of the song, hmm. and Keith wanted to hear his interpretation. Oh, we got to play that version on the air. I, I think would we love should. it. Yeah. I think we definitely should. Uh, Keith Urban, Eric I like Church. That, that is so cool. Yeah, I love Eric Church. Um, so, if you are someone who is susceptible to clickbait, stay away from Alexis Bledel. We loved her on Gilmore Girls. I love her on The Handmaid's Tale, but she has been named cybersecurity firm McAfee's celebrity, most likely to land you on a website that carries a virus or malware. Oh, I wonder how she feels about that. I know. I don't know why her. Like, she's like, in a million years, I would never Google her for anything. Of course, now we're all Especially Googling for viruses. Her. Right. Writer's <laughs> like, huh, 
I, I want to see what, why. And he Googles her, and I'm like, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, like, slap go. my hand. <laughs> also on the list, beware of James Corden, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones, Anna Ooh. Kendrick, Jimmy Fallon, Jackie Chan, and Nicki Minaj, who I'd be aware of for any kind of viruses or malware uh, in general. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I was going to say, IRL. that actually pops up when you Google virus. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the fit smiles. The legendary fits. Happens live. live. The Fit Show. The scary times are upon us, folks. And according to a new study, new survey says 45% of Americans say they believe ghosts are real. Close to 50% also believe demons are real. So, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, maybe listening on the app, do you believe in ghosts? Have you seen them? If you have any any photos, please post it. On my Facebook page. Go to Facebook, search Follow Fits, and post your ghost pics on my page. Uh, Drew, I know that you, you, I see you shaking your head mm-hmm. over there. You don't believe that this other side, uh, this other dimension, this demonic dimension exists. No, I do not. There's no There's no reason, there's no basis in science for any mm-hmm. of this to be... Science doesn't have to. Uh, actually, there is. There is. If oh, you, I can't if wait you, to hear this. Remember, I told you my theory about electricity. Yeah, and I explained why that's not. You correct. just told me chemically why we have electricity, which means nothing. But I, I, I think it's really interesting that we all have electricity in our body. You don't charge us up at night. You don't plug us in, right? Well, you get we have this. And eat food. We have this. We have this electricity that is present. Oh yeah, if I went out and uh, rubbed a couple of chicken wings together, is that going to make electricity? <laughs> well, no, because so, there's a chemical reaction. Takes so place anyway, and you break it down. Oh, I know, but it's also right. a physical reaction that cannot be explained. Again, if I go out and if, uh, hang yeah. on, yeah. Don't, if I rub chicken wings together, we're not going to make electricity. So the fact that our bodies have this electric current within it is pretty amazing, which means that I think there's something on the other side. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um. Now go. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I, so there's there's something called electrical potential, and it's different from electrical current. And the way our cells actually work is through this right. electrical potential. But right? you're not understanding what I'm saying. That that's still. And there that are was, that, amino that was, acid reactions that that create. So when electrons are are the difference. But between you're getting off the ghost thing. I, 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 but what you're not, of course, we know that that's a chemical slash physical. Right. And that's where the electricity comes from. That's how it all works. Some could describe it as being a divine electric current within our bodies that cannot be explained. Mm, I just Again, it. when you rub chicken wings together, you're not going to get electricity, are you? No, you are not. Okay. <laughs> I will agree with you on that fact. So, so anyway, back to the ghost. A lot of people... But no, You know what? Let's just talk about food, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I want to hear the ghost story. Well, I just think that this other side, you know, is closer than we think. Mm-hmm. The liminal space. Whether we communicate with it through yeah. current, electric current, through, through, I don't know. But a lot of people believe in this stuff. And uh, if you're one of them, I, I think I know somebody you can call. These noises in the middle of the night. Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. Ready to believe you. <laughs> Drew, I hope, I hope that you get haunted. And I have a feeling you will get haunted because, uh, you know, you can't question. There's evil in the world. Mm. There's good ghosts. There's probably bad ghosts. But that stuff does does exist. There's uh, I just you know, 
because of that electricity thing I was talking about, when 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 that that life ends on Earth, that current, however it's made, mm-hmm. never dies. It goes somewhere. Right. Yeah, why does hauntings have to be bad then? I mean, there's Casper I, the Friendly Ghost. There's, true. there's Patrick Swayze from Ghost. You're absolutely he, right. He just won his, his lady. Right. Uh, Bruce Willis from The Sixth Sense. Right. Bruce Willis from The Sixth you Sense. Take he, it all. he was a therapist ghost. <laughs> you, take it all, you take it all with you. You take it all with you, Drew. Yeah. yeah that's you right. take it all with you. Thanks, Whoopi. I there's just a... want you to accept that. <laughs> that was Patrick yeah. who said that at the very end. Oh, okay. That's he right. says you take it he all with you. He said it through Whoopi. Do you know what he means when I take it all You take it all with you? Take the love with you. That's right. Amen. Do you take it with you? I'm not sure I know where it is right now. Drew, will you take my love to the other side? I have to find it before I can take it with me. It's around Claire, here. have you ever seen a ghost? A ghost? Yeah. I have felt a ghost and heard a ghost. I've never visually seen one, but I've been touched and I've heard things. One night I thought I was being strangled uh, oh. when I was sleeping, and, and then I, I Googled it, and it could have been what they call sleep paralysis, where you like wake up and oh, like Oh, yeah, that body. happens. Yeah. Oh, I swear, but I thought I was being strangled by something. You mm. know? All right. Yeah. So, let's go. Fitz it's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Voted by North America as the little show that could. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, what have we learned today for Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019? Wherever you are right now, let us know what you picked up from our professional broadcast. Here's what I learned today. I learned that I heard the coolest version of Keith Urban's song, We Were. Uh, a lot of people don't know that Eric Church, the chief, helped write that song. So now there's a version of Eric Church and Keith Urban singing We Were, and it just made my day. Yeah. I loved it. A little more up-tempo, oh. it sounds like. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. A little more... Uh, a little, little banjo, banjo in a baby, yeah. little old banjo in there, little old banjo in there, baby, little, little old banjo, banjo in there. You're looking for a little bit of banjo in there, you put a little bit of banjo in there. Yeah, thank you, Ryder. Share. Yeah. No, we, we already got to go live. Okay. Hey, Drew, what have we learned today? Well, I learned that if I take a little too long in the bathroom, they'll just start my segment and they'll give dating advice <laughs> over the reality check. Uh, but are, more pe- importantly, I learned that if a woman's got flushed cheeks... And she's drinking your drink in time from that dating advice that she's probably into you. That means she's into you. When a woman blushes, she's into you. And that means that blood is circulating throughout the entire body, going to various parts as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned today that someone is... Uh, <laughs> right past. Ain't nice. that right. Keep going. <laughs> On that same note, nice. I learned yeah. today that someone has developed a phone with a oh. skin that is very much like human skin they want to simulate a real skin on a phone yeah and this is for uh, a horror movie because our phone we not spend... to attract women yes. believe me don't pull you... out your human skin phone case <laughs> no we don't oh, need no, no, that it's and especially skin, don't say i would love to have your skin on my yeah. phone the, the skin on my case feels just like yours so i guess people are doing that because we're with our phones more than anything so now we want it to have that human touch is that yeah. what it is this is the abyss this is the edge yeah that they some, warned you about oh yeah, this, don't yeah. step over it at some point somebody's gonna go oh hey you got that human skin phone case and they'll be like no no i made this one <laughs> i made it at home i used my own <laughs> Right of the young, and what about you? What have we learned today? Oh, today I learned that Tupac Shakur is alive and well. It's just not, you know, the guy that wrote Hail Mary and uh, California. Who Lapa. knows if there's a white named dude after. named Tupac Shakur <laughs> yeah. who, who lives in Johnson City, Tennessee? Yeah. 
Someone's Johnson City, Tennessee. Someone brings up Tupac Shakur. And they go, oh, no, not that one. A different Tupac Shakur. No, no, no. The white guy. Yeah, that's different in Tennessee. That's It'd be really jail. cool if he was a, a rapper, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, what? Yes. So yeah. All right. Have a great day. Uh, we're going to have a great show tomorrow. I know we are. I just know it. Sorry about today's. No way. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.